Anthony Davis hurt again. Watching you hunched over like you done ran a, a marathon run or something. Boy, get up. Pacing back and forth like you can believe it. Oh, I can believe it. I done saw this. I done saw this movie a thousand times. <clears throat> Pray you get better, though, fam. We can't close. My goat, the one that I say the goat, continue to make the right play. I'm tired of the right play, bro. Take it in your own hands. I don't care if you is 45. I want to see you go down there like Kobe. I don't care if it's three or four people on you. Shoot it. Shoot it. Losing every night down there in Miami. But I guarantee y'all down there in G5 after the game. I bet you that. Mess me up on Pride Picks again, AD. Mess me up, man. Y'all Brian says was so crazy, man. So you want Brian to take a shot over two people? Yes, I do, and Brian know I want him to. But if he don't, find a shot somewhere right here, man, because Brian can make a shot for right here, man. I don't understand why Brian do this. And if you don't do that and you see Bam on the way, man, dump it off the sea wood, bro. He right there. He got him fronted, man. Dump it off the sea wood. But no, Brian, take the shot, bro. Look for your shot, bro. You the star of this team. You the leader of this team, bro. You got to do it. Don't put Cam in that position, man. First name Marlena, last name Evans, underappreciated, but I'm still the most respected. My insecurity is the fear of being rejected. When you this raw, they listen with an erection. Niggas pull the drape before they rap about affection. There I go, hard to rap without a message. My biggest flex is I can stand on what I did. Never faked anything to cause of how I lived. I ain't no millionaire, I ain't no bitch. Real niggas don't shoot, they talk with they fist. Lose some, win some, live another 10, 20, 30, 40, 50. It ain't worth doing the bid. I give, how I'm underpaid when a motherfucker like me is nice like this, body right my shit, I should wake up and Jacob, make what they make and drop a 4.6, I went rock right. boy to hot boy to hit boy to big boys, y'all do some rocks at me, I do that asteroids, y'all crazy, I'm crazy, I spit that, oh my god shit to rearrange your molars, this for the culture, this that rap shit, that rap shit underexposed to, almost went MIA on niggas like Lauren out the window like the Joker in a foreign acting foreign. I finally went psycho. Janaya Eichel. It's gonna be 2K. Only way these little, little, little brothers could ever play me. Industry plants. I eat them like Dr. Sayo. Oh, yeah. What up? What up? What up? This your boy. This your motherfucking boy. King known uncensored. We got yet another one. We got another episode. We got a lot of injuries, man. Injury report is what we should call this episode because, damn, here comes the injuries. We'll talk about Anthony Davis's groin injury a little bit later. All right, so Pelicans say that CJ McCollum has been diagnosed with a small collapsed right lung. He will undergo additional examination over the next couple of days to determine the progress of healing. Damn. So basically, he's out indefinitely. It hasn't been announced yet how long, how many games he's going to miss, but that's a big blow to the Pelicans. CJ's loss definitely showed yesterday's game, which we'll talk about later as well. 
I didn't know this, but Nick Claxton injured his ankle. He has been diagnosed as a high ankle sprain, which often comes with a six to eight week recovery timeline. Damn, that's a big loss for the Nets. But they have some weird lineup that they conjured up that they're running with until Claxton returns. Lonzo Ball got an update. He said Monday, last Monday, that he is halfway through the rehab process for the cartilage transplant surgery he underwent in March and is optimistic that he'll be able to continue his career despite having already being ruled out for the 2023-2024 season. Ball said that I definitely plan on playing again, Ball said after the uh, Bulls media day. After surgery three, I feel like it's going well so far, no setbacks. So for me, it's just keep my head up and keep doing the work. We got to see what it looks like when he runs, when he jumps, when he shoots, when he scores, and then the uh, the conditioning. Um... Portland Trailblazers, man, this is a heartbreaking story right here. The Portland Trailblazers center Robert Williams will require right knee surgery, sources tell ESPN. Conversations with doctors and his agent were ongoing about the kind of procedure for Williams and how long of a timeline will be needed for recovery. Williams is facing potential season injury. No, my bad. Williams is facing potential season-ending surgery to repair bone and ligament damage due to right knee injury. Williams and doctors could also use cleanup procedure with a two to three month timetable. Robert Williams has, you know, his career has been derailed by random injuries. I mean, he's always bounced back, but you gotta wonder, like, those injuries... You know, they take a toll on your body. And I really hope that, you know, he can have, like, multiple healthy seasons. You know what I'm saying? Then we got LeBron James comparing the Lakers to the Pittsburgh Steelers. (laughs) What is the Pittsburgh Steelers record right now? Let me find out. Oh, they're five and three. LeBron, uh, you're not the Pittsburgh Steelers, my boy. The Pittsburgh Steelers got a winning record, my nigga. The Los Angeles Lakers do not have a winning record, my boy. Don't compare yourself to winners right now, especially the way that y'all lost those last two games. Y'all ought to be ashamed of y'all And LeBron ought to be ashamed of himself for throwing a team like the Steelers under the bus because they're losing. Lakers are three and four, y'all. And he want to compare himself to the motherfucking Steelers. Ain't that some shit? All right, 
we got Sunday's games we have not covered yet. Let's talk about them. It was five games Sunday. The Suns defeated the Detroit Pistons 120-106. to Kevin Durant, 41 points, 4 rebounds, 5 assists, 2 blocks. Grayson Allen, 14 points. Eric Gordon, 21 points, 5 rebounds, 8 assists. Despite Detroit having 6 niggas in double figures... Pistons still ended up losing the game. Cade Cunningham had 26 points. A man, I mean, a swore Thompson continues his uh, rookie campaign. He had 14 points and nine rebounds. Killian Hayes had 13 points. That's a shocker. I'm surprised he scored more than that. But we gonna get to the uh, other Killian Hayes game that everybody is like vindicating him on. We'll get to that later. Kate Cunningham at 26 points, 6 assists. Um, plain and simple, you know, I, I watched this game, and Kevin Durant was just simply too much for the Pistons to handle. Pause. But, again, turnovers, 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 turnovers. Until the Pistons can fix their turnover problem, They'll always lose. All right. The Toronto Raptors went to overtime with the San Antonio Spurs as the Raptors defeated the San Antonio Spurs 123 to 116. Man, OG Ananobi, 24 points. Yaka Pirtle, 16 points, 10 rebounds, 3 steals against his former team. Scotty Barnes, 30 points, 11 rebounds, 6 assists. Dennis Schroeder, 24 points, 6 assists. Pretty good game, man, by the uh, Toronto Raptors because they came back. San Antonio had them by like 15 to 20 points. Keldon Johnson had 26 points. Victor Wembanyama had 20 points, 9 rebounds. Zach Collins had 21 points, 11 rebounds, 5 assists. Malachi Branham had 16 points. Doug McBuckets had 12 points off the bench, but it was not enough to survive overtime with the Toronto Raptors. Yeah, I low-key want to apologize to the Toronto Raptors, man, for selling them short. I think they're a sleeper in the East, especially if Scotty Barnes continues to perform this way. Cleveland Cavaliers defeated the Golden State Warriors 115 to 104. Draymond Green, 18 points, 8 assists. Steph Curry, 28 points. Clay Thompson, 15 points. Jonathan Kaminga, 15 points off the bench. Chris Paul, though, 2 of 10 from the field. Only 2 assists in 24 minutes. Come on, old man, Paul. Cleveland, five niggas at double figures. You had Evan Mobley, 13 points, 16 rebounds. Uh, Donovan Mitchell, 31 points, 7 assists. Darius Garland, 24 points, 7 assists.
Uh, the Dallas Mavericks defeated the Charlotte Hornets 124 to 118. LaMelo Ball, man, I watched this game, this back and forth between these two, and man, this was great basketball. Not gonna hold y'all. Five niggas in double figures. You had uh, LaMelo Ball, 30 points, 10 rebounds, 13 assists. Incredible. Mark Williams, 19 points, 10 rebounds. PJ Washington, 20 points. Gordon Hayward, 20 points. Nick Richards, 12 points off the bench. Dallas, seven niggas in double figures. You had Luka, 23 points, 12 rebounds, nine assists. It took him a while to get into the game due to the fact that he had a first quarter calf injury. I think it was a calf injury. Um... Kyrie Irving had 18 points and 10 assists. Derek Lively had 15 points, 14 rebounds. Grant Williams, he had a big game. He had 18 points and multiple clutch shots. Tim Hardaway Jr. had 16 points off the bench. J.D. Hardy had 14 points off the bench. And Dwight Powell had 10 points off the bench. I think that the bench was a, a major factor here in this victory. And the Memphis Grizzlies defeated the Portland Trailblazers. Finally got their first win of the season. Jaron Jackson had 27 points. Desmond Bain had 30 points. And Luke Kennard, 15 points off the bench. Jeremy Grant had 27 points. Malcolm Brogdon had 18.7 rebounds, 11 assists. Shaden Sharp had 18 points, 8 rebounds. But it wasn't enough for the Memphis Grizzlies. Now, let's move on to yesterday's games, ladies and gentlemen. There were plenty of games to talk about. Let's talk about Wizards and 76ers. As the Philadelphia 76ers embarrassed the Washington Wizards 146-128, to Kyle Kuzma, 28 points. Jordan Poole, 23 points. Despite having six niggas in double figures, they still could not fuck with Joel Embiid, who had a masterclass performance of 48 points, 11 rebounds, 6 assists, 17 to 25 from the field. Tyrese Maxey had 22 points and 11 assists. Tobias Harris had 18 points, 5 rebounds, 5 assists. Just a well-balanced performance by the Philadelphia 76ers as they continue to prove that they do not need James Harden. All right. The Dallas Mavericks defeated the Orlando Magic 117-102 to as Luka Doncic continues his reign of terror on the NBA. 29 points. Kyrie Irving. It's looking like Kyrie might be back he had 21 points six rebounds 10 assists tim hardaway jr had 21 points Paulo banchero had 22 points um cole anthony had 19 points off the bench mo watner had 19 points off the bench but they couldn't get the same production from the starters Seems like uh, Markel Fultz was missing. Um, Wendell Carter Jr. didn't play. 
Gary Harris didn't play. So I see why Orlando lost this game. They were shorthanded. Oh my goodness. This was the uh, shocker of the day as the Indiana Pacers defeated the San Antonio Spurs 152 to 111. Yet another welcome to the NBA moment for uh, Victor Wimbenyama as the Pacers completely destroyed them. Victor Wimbenyama, 13 points, 10 rebounds. Keldon Johnson, 16 points. Doug McBucket, 17 points off the bench. Six niggas in double figures for uh, Indiana. You got Tyrese Halliburton, 23 points, 8 assists. Miles Turner, 15 points, 11 assists. Obi Toppin, 19 points. Buddy Heald had 19 points off the bench. And Aaron Neesmith had 15 points off the bench. Definitely watch this game right here. As the Golden State Warriors defeated the Detroit Pistons 120 to 109. As the uh, growing pains continue for the Detroit Pistons. Um, Steph Curry had 34 points. He, I think he had what? 20 points in the first quarter? Jesus Christ. Um, Clay Thompson had 17 points. Uh, Dario Saric had 12 points off the bench. Chris Paul had 17 points, 6 assists off the bench. Much better performance. Despite the Pistons having 6 niggas in double figures, they still lost. Aswar Thompson continues to uh, show promise as he had 16 points. Isaiah Stewart had 17 points, 11 rebounds. Kate Cunningham at 21 points. Killian Hayes had his best game of the season, 21 points and 7 assists. People are praising this man's performance like he does this every night. He's supposed to be performing like this every single night. You know what I'm saying? Because Kate be out there sometimes, he be needing some scoring help. And this nigga always bricking shots. Just because you hot one night doesn't mean that you're going to be not the next night. We need performances like this from Killian Hayes if he continues to maintain a roster spot on this roster. I mean, half of the reason why I think Killian Hayes is out there is they're trying to showcase him for a trade. And the other half is because Monty actually likes Killian Hayes. They be saying he be turning it out in practice, but in the game, he's a little bit different. Tonight... I give him credit for a great performance, but however, I am not going to like sing his praises until he scores 20 every night. Then we could talk about how great he was, but he wasn't even the story yesterday for the Pistons. Stanley Amude was the story here. He shot four of five from three, and that's the shooter that Kate needs and James Wiseman got some time out there, and he put together a shitbag performance as he was 0 for 3 and only played 10 minutes because I guess he got the clock because he playing his former team, and he's giving why his former team let him go in the first place. The Los Angeles Clippers... We got to see James Harden with the uh, Los Angeles Clippers. And let me tell you something. My um, my sentiments were definitely answered 
as to why Philly is doing so well and why the Clippers did horrible in their first game with James Harden. I told y'all, James Harden on any roster is stage four cancer. Look it up. You got to send an RIP to your franchise. Sorry, not sorry. As the New York Knicks defeated the uh, LA Clippers 111 to 97. Now we got to give credit where credit is due to the Knicks for spoiling James Harden's opening game because the Knicks definitely came to play. Um, let's look at the Clippers box score. James Harden did shoot well from the field, but his game though, what's not being talked about is James Harden could put up the best stats ever, but the rest of his team is left out in the dust. Now, Kawhi Leonard did lead all scores with 18 points. Um, Russell Westbrook had 17 points. James Harden had 17 points, but Paul George was left out. But he did have a shitty performance, though. He shot 2 of 11 from the field. So, I'm not going to say that Harden held back Paul George's game. I'm going to say that Paul George had a bad night. Norman Powell had 14 points off the bench, but that didn't matter as R.J. Barrett, 26 points. Finally, Julius Randle stopped. Well, he's still shooting tour dates. (laughs) He shot September 21st. But he had a better performance. He scored 27 points and 10 rebounds. Mitchell Robinson had 13 points. And Jalen Brunson had a horrible performance. He had a Paul George night, a tour date of 2 of 12 from the field. Dante DiFincenzo had 12 points off the bench. And Josh Hart had 10 points off the bench. And I just feel like the Clippers got a lot of adjusting to make. I think they're still learning James Harden's game and how it fits alongside them. Pause. But if the Clippers continuously lose, you got you got to think that one of those four guys have to move to the bench. The Miami Heat defeated the Los Angeles Lakers 108 to 107. Before we get to the box score, let's talk about the game first before we get to the box score. Anthony Davis got injured. He injured his groin in the game. He tried to return a couple of times to the game, but Anthony Davis assured that he'll be ready for Wednesday's game. He'll have a day's rest to rest that groin, and he's suffered from groin injuries before. And as a person like me who suffers from groin injuries, them bitches is not no joke. So, but, you know, a lot of Lakers fans are just, you know, they're tired of Anthony Davis getting hurt when the Lakers need them. And they definitely needed him because LeBron was practically out there trying to, uh, you know, he was, he scored, you know, he had 30. Don't get me wrong. But a lot of people are criticizing LeBron James's last play. And LeBron does have a tendency to do this. Now, there are two, two, two sides to looking at this. One side is LeBron has, you know, one side says that LeBron is scared of these moments. Like, he's always, you know, 
I'm not going to say always, but half half of these games in late game situations, LeBron's mental seems to fade. And he always opts, you know, and then, you know, his, um, you know, the bronze sexuals that famous Los mentioned in the intro. Because there's a difference between a LeBron fan and a LeBron sexual. You know, there's differences. Even though about 90% of his fan base are bronze sexuals. I want to just make that very clear. But they always say he he's making the right play. I don't think he made the right play last night. Like Famous Low said, man, Christian Wood was wide open. Pause that, by the way. Pause. Christian Wood was open, and for a fan base that takes up and says that he has one of the highest IQs in basketball, this shows that that logic is flawed. He doesn't have, he has a, a decent IQ, but a high one? No. I think his IQ is above average at best. Because a person with a high basketball IQ, Christian Wood had a wide open duck at the end of the game because he had got Bam Adebayo in the air. So that cleared the way for Christian Wood to get a a game-winning dunk. And then that would have been the right play. Instead, he decided to pass to Cam Reddish in the corner for three who is not a great three-point shooter this season. The other side says he made the right play. He passed to an open player. But I don't think he made the right play in that in that uh, type of thing. But however, you know, a nigga like Kobe, a nigga like MJ, you know, they would have shot that shot for sure. It's just the facts. A lot of people don't want to hear that because that's their hero, that's their God, that's their Jesus. But the truth is, there was a better play to make, and he could have just shot that shot. If he would have missed, fuck it. At least he tried to shoot it. Because, you know, you remember when Braun last year, you know, shot the final shot for a game against, you know, Denver? You know, yeah, he missed the shot. I understand all that. And he tried to drive to the basket, which is fair. Because, you know, pause, he's bigger than everybody else out there. But the Nuggets, Aaron Gordon and Jamal Murray just made a good play on him. But late game decision making has not been the Lakers strong suit this season. And a lot of people, a lot of Lakers fans are pissed off at LeBron and the Lakers. And they're also pissed at Anthony Davis once again getting hurt. I mean, if you look at how long this team has been together, this team has been together for five years. I think AD and LeBron, well, LeBron's been around since, what, 2018? on the Lakers and if you look at their run okay you got 20 I think it's like 20 um no 2018 2019 season so 2019 they missed the playoffs 2020 they win the the bubble championship that nobody respects for real for real only LeBron fans respect of course 
2021, they get eliminated out of the first round. Um, then you got 2022, where they had that disastrous season with Westbrook and them. I mean, I, yeah, with Westbrook and them. 2023, they make it to the uh, Western Conference Finals. You know, Lakers fans are used to winning multiple championships um, and repeating and three-peating and shit like that. LeBron and Anthony Davis has yet to do that. So that's probably why that they receive the criticism that they receive. Now let's get to this box score here. LeBron James had 30 points. Austin Reeves almost had a triple-double. He's having a bounce back. After he struggled in the beginning of the season, 23 points, 10 rebounds, 9 assists. Christian Wood had 12 points. Braun should have went to him, but before we talk to the uh, about the Heat box score, I was watching an episode of Cameron and Mace. It is what it is. Uh, and Cameron, Mace... Treasure Wilson and OJ Simpson said that they would rather have Bam Adebayo on their team than Anthony Davis. And it got me to thinking. I mean, yes, Anthony Davis, I consider him a top 10 player. I definitely regret ranking him in the top five. But once again, that list was based off last year, not this year. And right now, as we speak, Anthony Davis is not playing like a top five player right now. But they said that um, they would rather have Bam than AD. And last in uh, and, and last game's statistics, I mean, Bam Adebayo had 22 points, 20 rebounds, and 10 assists. This has to be Bam's best game, hands down. And Bam proved those four correct. Because I'd rather have a person who's reliable night in and night out, who's a little bit more consistent, who's tougher, who can protect the paint, who can score, and who can also pass, and it's a two-way player. Anthony Davis, when he's out there and available, he does well. He's very versatile. I'm not. We're not saying that Bam is better than AD, but we just saying who we'd rather have on on our squad in 2023, 2024. But anyway, back to the box score. Jimmy Butler had 28 points. Tyler Hero had 22 points. I mean, it came down to one bucket, and LeBron could not produce it. You know, when AD was gone. But Miami's a good team, though. The Lakers have not been consistent this season. But before, when we get, uh, you know, I got a lot to talk about today. So let's move on to the next game. We got the Milwaukee Bucks defeating the Brooklyn Nets 129 to 125 as Giannis Antipo Negro, 36 points, 12 rebounds, 2 blocks. Dame Lillard, 21 points, 6 rebounds, 7 assists. Chris Middleton had a decent game, finally, 15 points, seven niggas in double, wait, yeah, seven niggas in double figures, 
as the Milwaukee bench has shown up to play. Jay Crowder had 15 points. Bobby Portis had 11 points. Pat Connaughton had 10 points. Campaign had 11 points. The Bucks were in a shootout with the Nets as Cam Thomas continues his run. Now, he is another person that I could consider a most improved player candidate as well. If you look at the most improved race right now, you could say Dylan Brooks, you could say Scotty Barnes, you could say Kay Cunningham, and now you could throw Cam Thomas's hat in as he had 45 points on 17 to 33 shooting, 6 of 16 from 3. Miles Brid- McCall Bridges had I would say Miles. McCall Bridges had 31 points. Ben Simmons had only 2 points but 15 rebounds. Lonnie Walker the 4th had 19 off the bench. He's definitely a candidate for 6th man of the year and Royce O'Neal 12 points off the bench. Milwaukee ended up closing out the game and were victorious. Let's move on to the Hawks versus the Thunder. All right. So, we got Ice Trey with 22 points, 11 assists. DeJounte Murray with 29 points, uh, four rebounds, six assists. Um, as the Atlanta Hawks defeat, I mean, the Thunder defeated the Hawks 126 to 117. Um, we got Jalen Johnson, 13 points, 12 rebounds, five assists. Sadiq Bey, 15 points off the bench. Bogdan Bogdanovich, uh, 17 points. Sorry, I'm so tongue-tied. It's early. Don't judge me. Ha! <laughs> All right. Shea Gilgis Alexander returned as he had 30 points, 8 rebounds, and 6 assists. Chet Holmgren had 16 points, 12 rebounds. Luke Dort had 19 points, 9 rebounds. Jalen Williams had 21 points. Isaiah Joe, 12 points off the bench. Obviously, the return of Shea Gilgis Alexander sparked this victory. Let's move on to the Celtics and the Timberwolves. As the Minnesota Timberwolves defeated the Boston Celtics 114 to 109, this ended up going to overtime. As the Timberwolves handed the Celtics their first loss of the season. Despite Jason Tatum, 32 points, Jalen Brown, 26 points, Christophe Porzingis, 20 points, Drew Holiday, 12 points, 11 rebounds, 6 assists. I guess the uh, difference was they had no help from their bench. As Peyton Pritchard was held scoreless. Meanwhile, Carl Anthony Towns, only seven points. He left the homies on stuck last night. Jaden McDaniels, though, saved the day with 20 points. And Anthony Edwards had 38 points, nine rebounds, seven assists. He was the man. Nice Reed had 14 points. I don't see how Boston lost, let this game slip through their fingers. That's crazy. Wow upset special or was it an upset uh the houston rockets uh defeated the sacramento kings 122 to 97 um the kings were without the aaron fox once again um 
DeMontis Sabonis had a horrible performance last night. Eight points, eight rebounds, five assists is not going to cut it. It shows the psyche of DeMontis Sabonis when Fox is not out there. Kevin Herter had 13 points, but those are the only performances worthy of talking about. Let's look at the Houston Rockets, who had five niggas in double figures. Jalen Green, 23 points. Fred Van Vliet, 11 points. Alperin Shingu, 17 points, 8 rebounds, 12 assists. Yeah, this savvy big man is one of the more underrated players in basketball right now. The Chicago Bulls had a bounce-back victory against the Utah Jazz as they defeated the Utah Jazz 130-113. Walker Kessler, 15 points, 15 rebounds. Laurie Markkinen, 29 points. Kelly Olenek, 13 points off the bench. And Colin Sexton, 14 points off the bench. Chicago, eight niggas in double figures. My goodness. The Chicago bench came to show up and Patrick Williams was benched. And Patrick Williams responded with 10 points off the bench. So, I mean, I think a bench roll was better required because Torrey Craig could defend like multiple positions, especially when some teams would screen for the mismatch. We got DeMar DeRozan, 21 points. We got Jazak Levine, 24 points. Kobe White, 18 points. Andre Drummond had 12 points off the bench. Javon Carter, who's been a great pickup for them, had 12 points off the bench. Alex Caruso, 10 points off the bench. Last but totally not least, this was a very entertaining game until the end of the game. As the Denver Nuggets defeated the New Orleans Pelicans 134-116, to you could tell that um, they definitely missed C.J. McCollum, but the rookie, Jordan Hawkins, stepped up to the plate in C.J.'s absence. You know, he is an NCAA champion now. Jordan Hawkins scored 31 points on 10 of 19 shooting, 7 of 14 from 3. Hey, this kid is here to stay. Zion Williamson took a while to get going, but he ended up with 20 points, 10 rebounds, and 9 assists. Brandon Ingram had 22 points. Jonas Valley and Shunis got into foul trouble as he only had 6 points. I mean, when you're defending a guy like Nikola Jokic, it's going to be tough for you. Even with Jonas, you know, being a taller... You know, stronger guy pause. Like, he was no match for Jokic. Uh, Matt Ryan had 17 points off the bench. Yo, he's one of the best shooters in the league. But uh, the story of this game was plain and simple, yo. Like, the Pelicans had control of the game in the first half. But Denver ended up coming back into the game, took control of the game, and the Pelicans could not get it back. Michael Porter Jr. Oh, yeah, man. K- 
can't pass Mike at 22 points, nine rebounds, and three assists. Three assists got to be a career high for this guy. <laughs> Aaron Gordon had 15 points, 12 rebounds, six assists. Nikola Jokic, y'all, 35 points, 14 rebounds, 12 assists. He murdered everything moving. Contavious Caldwell Pope. 15.7 assists. Julian Strother, who was going at it with Jordan Hawkins. He had 21 points, 8 of 13 shooting, 5 of 9 from 3. It's about time that Denver played this guy. But I told y'all, if Strother gets the opportunity to play... He won't let Denver down. And he he has six-man-of-the-year potential. But I think that they need to permanently make Julian Strother their six-man. You see the difference that he made. Without his 21 points, the Nuggets lose this game. Just something to think about. All right, before we go, let's look at the NBA standings. Let's talk about it. The top of the Eastern Conference, we got the Celtics at 5-1. Interesting. Well, you kind of expect that. The Sixers are 5-1. The Bucks are 4-2. You know, they talked all that shit about Milwaukee. And they're 4-2. They're just fine. Atlanta Hawks are 4-3. These guys, you know, like I said, they got to keep this up. The Magic are 4-3. The Pacers are 4-3. Starting to look like what I expected pretty much so far. It's early though. Uh the Cavs are three and four. The Nets are three and four. The Knicks are three and four. The Raptors are three and four. It's kind of ironic how I had the Knicks at ninth and the Raptors at tenth. The Heat are disappointing three and four and they're eleventh in the East. Wow. The Bulls are three and five. The Hornets are two and four. The Pistons are two and six. Jesus. Wizards are 1-5, as to be expected. Western Conference, we got the Nuggets at 7-1. We got the Mavericks at 6-1. Wow! I wasn't expecting such a hot start from the Mavericks, but hey, we're here. And this is the potential of what Luka and Kyrie can do out there. We got the Golden State Warriors, 6-2. We got the Timberwolves, 4-2. We got the New Orleans Pelicans, 4-3. We got the OKC Thunder, 4-3. We got the Clippers at 3-3. The Rockets at 3-3. All right, that's a a lot better. Spurs are surprisingly 3-4. The Lakers are surprisingly 3-4. The Trailblazers are are 3-4. The Suns are 3-4. The Kings are 2-4. The Jazz are 2-6. And and the Grizzlies are 1-6. My overall thoughts are, um, you know what I'm saying? This is going to be a very interesting season. We won't know the fates of these guys until possibly the All-Star break. Then I could give a better analysis on this. But that's my show. I want to thank y'all for coming through and fucking with me, man. It's Kino Uncensored Injury Report, and I'm gone.